Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. I'm very excited to bring you this episode because I finally get to share with you what I mean when I say that my solo cleaning niche is called presentation cleaning. I've always known what that means. I've worked with realtors and I can explain it to them, new home buyers. I can say there's a certain look to a home that I can present. I had 10 plus years of realtors and stagers teaching me how to present, how to make a home look really great for sale, for the pictures, for the open houses. I've brought that into my office cleaning as it's a first impressions type of cleaning. But now I can finally explain to you through a story. Over Thanksgiving, going back several months, we were at my grandma Shelly's house. Now, let me just share a little bit about my grandma Shelly. I met my pop-up Monty and grandma Shelly when I was about three years old. Now, what do I mean by met them? So technically, they are my stepdad Paul's parents. But unfortunately, uh, we lost Papa Monty um, from cancer about a year ago. So it's been tough on the family, especially for my stepdad, Paul, who lost his father. Now, I wanted to share Monty and Shelley, to me, were very important, helping to shape me as a kid. All of my family around me, as much as I love them, their influence on me was that of jobs. Go to college, get a good job on one side of my family, or the other side of the family is graduate high school, mostly, and then go get a job working for a company, mostly blue collar on my dad's side, mostly white collar on my mom's side. But Monty and Shelly Tibbetts, you know, my step-grandparents, I've always known them as business owners. The only ones that I really was around that rubbed off on me in this way and started to form that entrepreneurial bug in me. Now, what did I notice about the business owner part of my family versus the other parts of my family? Here's what I noticed. They had their own schedule. They could come and go from the office as they chose. They traveled a lot together. And from what I could tell, they traveled on their own terms and somehow were able to count that as work and business. That was very intriguing. They always had two brand new Jags in the driveway. Their house, they had a pool and a basketball court and beautiful interior. And every time I went to a Christmas Eve party or any kind of a gathering, they were always dressed in really nice clothes. There was an ambiance in the house. Everything looked amazing, smelled amazing, tasted amazing. They had a cook, a live-in cook. And they weren't in a lavish home, but they just had a really great lifestyle. And it was intriguing. One of my first jobs at 13 years old, I worked for their company. They owned, for the better part of two decades, the movie exchange, which they rented movies and they also sold previewed movies back in the VHS era, so late 80s, 90s. I got to work for them and I got to be around them and I saw the respect that the employees of the company had for their owners. I saw Monty traveling and being a businessman, doing the sales. I saw Shelly in the office doing the books and being the like the HR person. It was just really awesome to have that influence. So Monty had passed away and here we are just trying to stay connected with Grandma Shelly and she'd been inviting us over all year and it just, we just hadn't made it over there. So finally we were able to coordinate a brunch 
on Sunday morning after Thanksgiving. And when we got in there, I was amazed. I've always been amazed. Every time I walk into their home, whether it was when Monty and Shelley 20 years ago and I'd show up as a kid and it was a simple gathering of friends and they'd have the napkins folded, the music on ever so slightly. They would have the candles or different things burning to give off the right scent. The tables were set perfectly. I am not a person trained in the art of table etiquette or how to say the right things at the right time and how to do proper toasts and noticing even at the glass table where they would entertain the guests prior to the dinner where there'd be the jumbo shrimp perfectly lined up around the bowl with with the cocktail sauce in the middle. Just everything. Everything was so perfect. And I used to think as a kid, like, why go through all this trouble? I just figured as I got older, you know what? They just really must love entertaining people. And they get a kick out of making everything look good. I questioned at times because I was still thinking like job mentality. Because I was in the process of going to take my SATs and go get into engineering school, become an engineer. But I wondered like, Are they doing this for some other reason? Like, is it a pride thing? They want themselves to look really good compared to other people. I can't tell you. I didn't think that. And Grandma Shelley, if you're listening to this, please forgive me for ever thinking that. I did not understand. I had no business owner's mindset back then. So I just was amazed. Whether whether I believed it was a good thing, a good intent or not a good intent, it still was really impressive. And so here it is, it's Thanksgiving, I got my family over, it was a gathering of our family, you know, me and my wife and five kids, my, my siblings, my mom, my stepfather, we're getting together for a nice brunch, we show up, and now Grandma Shelley's by herself, she's dealing with being a widow amazingly, I don't know how she's pulling it off, but she's doing it, and you know what she's doing? She's still teaching, she's still teaching me business owner mentality, because here's what happened, I walk in, And there's that familiar smell. There's that smell of something fresh cooked, whether it's seafood or kind of a fruity smell. And from the entrance all the way into where all the tables were set up, the napkins were folded perfectly. There's the shrimp bowl. There's a dish with crab meat and special crackers. You go into the dining room. It was color coordinated with the plates, with the napkins to match the ambiance in the room. I mean, I'm just stunned and I'm looking at everything. There's like chocolate and fruits and the music on, the fireplace is going. It's like a scene out of White Christmas. I mean, it's almost Christmas time. And I'm just, it takes me back to when I was a kid. And I finally said to Shelly, I said, Shelly, what you're doing here is amazing. And I said, I didn't really understand this as a kid, but I think I'm understanding it now. You're presenting your home, aren't you? You're doing this to really, not to impress people, but it kind of helps set the table, doesn't it? And she said, Kenny, you eat with your eyes before you eat with your mouth. I said, Grandma Shelley, could you say that one more time in case I didn't catch that the first time she left? Kenny, you eat with your eyes before you eat with your mouth. 
whatever shrimp I had in my hand fell out of my hand onto the plate, mouth wide open. I said, that's it, Grandma Shelley. That's it. That's exactly what it is. That's what you've been doing your whole lifetime as a business owner. This is what I noticed when I was a kid. I understand it now. I said, Grandma, I've been calling myself a first impressions presentation cleaner for the better part of a decade. Before I even went any further, she says, I understand exactly what you mean. You do someone's house to present it best for them so that when they first walk in the door, whether it's an office or a house, they essentially are eating with their eyes before any of the other senses because the eyes is the first sense that they're going to experience. And I said, that's exactly right. I said, just me doing presentation cleaning sets me above everyone else. And she, again, beat me to the punch. Absolutely. Especially in the area of like real estate. Someone walks into a home or coming home from a long day of work, just seeing things clutter-free, lined up and not out of place. Seeing the things that should sparkle, sparkle first. Those things that ought to present well should And the way she said it, you eat with your eyes before you eat with your mouth. And she meant it literally because we were about to experience a brunch and the food is exquisite. I mean, she's top-notch food, by the way. She doesn't have a great feast for the eyes with the way she presents it and then have terrible food. She has a feast with the eyes and then a feast with the palate. I mean, she really draws the whole experience together. It's complete excellence from beginning to end. So now at this point, Grandma Shelley, I hope you are listening because I want you to know how much I appreciate what you've been teaching me my whole life, even though you never answered that question. You've always just done it. And by example, I've questioned, and that's what you've helped me understand is things that you've done, the little things have contributed to your success. Now, what has this done for them and their business? Well, they've always been an entertaining family, but who are they entertaining? They were bringing in their customers and bringing their family in at the same time. They were bringing in some of their employees, inviting them over for dinner. They were inviting over potential vendors. They were always intermingling their business network and their family and inviting them into their home, having these exquisite meals, but also prior to that, making it present well, making people experience the food with their eyes first. And what that does, it communicates excellence to the people that are coming to their home. And if they're an employee, they're seeing that, wow, Monty and Shelly are just as they are in the office. They're just as amazing, if not better at home. And they take great care of us. We work for the best people ever. They never lost many employees, by the way. How about vendors? My goodness, if they take this much care in how they treat their employees and family, And they brought me into this, boy, they would be an incredible person to partner with, company to partner with. They had excellent vendor relationships. How about potential clients and prospects? Maybe Monty was prospecting a grocery store chain and he invited over somebody, one of the higher ups or in management over with their family. And their thoughts were, wow, if they take this much pride and have this much excellence in preparing a meal My goodness, what will their displays for their movies look like inside of my grocery stores? They are brilliant. Monty, God bless you. Pop-up Monty. I am sorry that I did not ask more questions when I was a kid. I was naive. I had you right in front of me. I could have asked more questions and learned 
the subtleties that made you an incredible businessman. Grandma Shelley, thank you for being patient with me all these years. I absolutely loved that quote, Grandma Shelley, about you eat with your eyes before you eat with your mouth. And this story of Thanksgiving brunch just brought everything back into focus. My childhood and being over that house. And wait a minute, connect the dots. Here's the presentation of how they entertain for family and for business. They intermingle the two. They travel for business. They got Jaguars in the driveway. They own multiple companies. They're growing. They always have money. They gave really good Christmas presents. (laughs) I never appreciated the value of what they were getting me because I didn't understand. But they always got me the top-notch stuff. And even to the point where at that Thanksgiving brunch, Grandma Shelley brought me into Papa Monty's closet and said, why don't you take a few suits? And I didn't know. I mean... They were wonderful suits, but I would never have purchased a Canali suit or a Ralph Lauren Chaps suit, or I believe it's a Barbour sweater. I'm wearing this sweater at church, and my pastor comes up to me and says, wow, where'd you get that sweater? I said, oh, I got it from my pop-up. You know, he he passed, and he said, wow, that's like a $200 sweater. I said, really? I didn't know that. But then, of course, I think about it, and of course it would be, because presentation is everything. It's not pride. So I apologize, Grandma Shelley, that I ever thought that it was a pride thing. It is not that at all. You just understood excellence. You understood presentation. You understood that the way you looked makes a big difference. The way you speak, the way you communicate, your body language makes a big difference. When you have people over to your house, the way that the home looks, smells, sounds, the five senses engages them to experience something with you. It speaks a lot about you. So I like to think of myself as a presentation cleaner and bringing in a full experience of excellence into the five senses. Now, obviously cleaning, you see a lot of it, but there is definitely a smell. A client of mine, Denise, I'd be finishing up the kitchen. She'd come in and she'd smell her kitchen and she'd say, Sparkleville, Ken, I smell Sparkleville. Now she could see it sparkling, but it was the smell that triggered it. It could be a feel, a touch, running your finger across the stair banister and feeling it smooth when it was grimy can communicate clean. Maybe it's a specific sound. I don't think it's a taste because you're not tasting anything for cleaning, but it's definitely in the sight, in the eyes. The first thing that people notice when they walk in is with their eyes and then their nose and then the sense of touch. So all of this goes into presentation cleaning and it's that first impression. So Grandma Shelley, you taught me this. Papa Monty, you taught me this as a kid. It took me 30 years to figure it out, and I had to hear it through a quote. So I'll just say that quote one more time and make sure Shelley and Monty Tippett's get credit for this quote. You eat with your eyes before you eat with your mouth. Wow, that's a powerful story. I'm so thankful that I had Grandma Shelley and Papa Monty for all those years teaching me, even though it wasn't across the table, eyeball to eyeball teaching me, they showed me through their daily life how to be excellent in business. It just took me many years to put it all together. So thank you so much for that life lesson. And I hope that this message gets so deep into your psyche that you understand it. And if you want to reach out to her, feel free. She's on Facebook. Grandma Shelly is Shelly Tibbetts. Send her a message. Find her. She's out of New Jersey. Send her a message and say thank you for what you taught Ken 
because it helped me a lot too. All right, well, that wraps up another episode of the Solo Cleaning School. I'm so glad that you got to learn what it means and what it feels like, what it looks like, what it smells like to be a presentation cleaner. If you can understand this and adopt it into your own business, you will increase your value to your marketplace tremendously. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. <laughs>